Hi, my name is Jerry Kempney. I'm a pharmacist, and in this podcast, I talk about medicines and other healthcare topics. All content is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical or professional advice. Episode number 69 Metformin. Metformin is a medicine used mainly to treat uh, type 2 diabetes and uh, gestational diabetes. It is a biguanide with uh, antihyperglycemic effects, lowering both basal and postprandial plasma glucose. It does not stimulate insulin secretion and therefore does not produce hypoglycemia. Metformin is causing a reduction of hepatic glucose production by inhibiting gluconeogenesis and uh, glycogenolysis. In muscle, uh, it is increasing insulin sensitivity, improving peripheral glucose uptake and utilization, and uh, it's causing also the delay of intestinal uh, glucose absorption. It stimulates intracellular glycogen synthesis by acting on glycogen synthase and increases the transport capacity of all types of membrane glucose transporters. In humans, independently of its action on glycemia, metformin has favorable effects on lipid metabolism. This has been shown at therapeutic doses in controlled medium-term or long-term clinical studies. Metformin reduces total cholesterol, LDL cholesterol, and uh, triglyceride levels. After an oral dose of metformin, hydrochloride tablet, maximum plasma concentration, Cmax, is reached in approximately 2.5 hours. Absolute uh, bioavailability of 500 mg or 850 mg metformin hydrochloride is approximately 50 to 60 percent in healthy subjects at the recommended doses uh, metformin doses and dosing schedules steady state plasma concentrations are reached within 24 to 48 hours plasma protein binding is negligible metformin partitions into erythrocytes and red blood cells uh, most likely represent a secondary compartment of distribution and uh, it is excreted unchanged in the urine and the apparent terminal elimination half-life is approximately six and a half hours. Indications and dose include type 2 diabetes, it's uh, monotherapy or in combination with other anti-diabetic drugs including insulin. Uh, by using in immediate uh, release medicines, the dosage for a uh, child between 10 and 17, it's a specialist use only, initially 500 milligrams once daily, and dose to be adjusted according to the response at intervals of at least one week. Maximum daily dose to be given into three divided doses, and maximum is two grams per day. For adults, initially 500 milligrams once daily for at least one week, and those to be taken with breakfast, and then 500 milligrams twice daily for at least one week, and those to be taken with breakfast and evening meal, and then 500 milligrams three times daily to be taken with breakfast, lunch, and evening meal. Maximum is two grams per day. By mouth using modified release medicines for adults, initially 500 milligrams once daily, 
then increased if necessary up to two grams once a day. Uh, dose increased gradually every 10 to 15 days and to be taken with the evening meal. Alternatively increased to one gram twice daily uh, to be taken with meals and an alternative, alternative dose only to be used if control not achieved with one's daily dose regimen. If control still not achieved, then change to standard release tablets. The second indication is um, type 2 diabetes for reduction in risk or delay of onset. Uh, by mouth using modified release medicines for adults 18 to 74 years old, initially 500 uh, milligrams once daily, and then increase if necessary up to two grams once daily. Um, those increased gradually every 10 to 15 days and to be taken with evening meal. For polycystic ovary syndrome, it's a metformin is not licensed for this indication, but uh, it's commonly used. Um, so for by mouth using immediate release medicines for adults, it's initiated, should be initiated by a specialist. 500 milligrams once daily for one week and those to be taken with breakfast. Then 500 milligrams twice daily for one week uh, with breakfast and evening meal. And then 1.5 to 1.7 gram daily in two to three divided doses. Um, in pregnancy, metformin, uh, the studies shows uh, shown no safety concerns and may be used during breastfeeding in uh, women with pre-existing diabetes. A European review with input from the MHRA has found uh, vitamin B12 deficiency to be a common side effect in patients treated with metformin, especially in those receiving a higher dose or longer treatment duration and in those with risk factors for vitamin B12 deficiency. Healthcare professionals are advised to check serum vitamin B12 levels if deficiency is suspected and consider periodic, periodic monitoring in patients with risk factors for deficiency. Uh, the deficiency should be treated uh, according to uh, current guidelines and treatment with metformin continued for as long as it's tolerated. Patients and their carers should be counseled on the signs and symptoms of uh, B12 deficiency and advised to seek medical advice if these occur. Patients should continue taking metformin unless they are advised to stop Contraindications include any type of acute metabolic acidosis, such as lactic acidosis or DKA, diabetic ketoacidosis, diabetic pre-coma, severe renal failure if EGFR below 30. So therefore, EGFR should be assessed before treatment initiation and regularly thereafter. Then there are some acute conditions with the potential to alter renal function, such as dehydration, severe infection, and shock, and disease which may cause tissue hypoxemia, hypoxia, sorry, especially acute disease or worsening of chronic disease, such as decompensated heart failure, respiratory failure, recent myocardial infarction, and shock. Hepatic insufficiency, alcohol, acute alcohol intoxication, and alcoholism are uh, the last uh, contraindications. 
Common or very common side effects include abdominal pain, a decreased appetite, diarrhea, GI disorder, nausea, altered taste, uh, vitamin B12 deficiency, and vomiting. Rare or very rare side effects include hepatitis, lactic acidosis. And this is this is uh, very rare, but serious. There's a high mortality in the absence of prompt treatment. The metabolic complication most often occurs at acute worsening of renal function or cardiorespiratory illness or sepsis. As metformin accumulation occurs at acute worsening of renal function and increases the risk of lactic acidosis. In case of dehydration, uh, severe di diarrhea or vomiting fever or reduced fluid intake, metformin should be temporarily discontinued and contact with a healthcare professional is recommended. Medicinal products that can acutely impair renal function, such as antihypertensives, diuretics, and NSAIDs, should be initiated with caution in metformin-treated patients. Other risk factors for lactic acidosis are excessive alcohol intake, hepatic insufficiency, inadequately uh, controlled diabetes, ketosis, prolonged fasting, and any condition associated with hypoxia, as well as concomitant use of medicinal products that may cause lactic acidosis. Patients and caregivers should be informed of the risk of lactic acid acidosis, which is characterized by acidotic dyspnea, muscle cramps, abdominal pain, asthenia, hyperthermia, followed by coma. In case of suspected symptoms, the patient should stop taking metformin and seek immediate medical attention. Uh, diagnostic laboratory findings are decreased blood pH below 7.35, increased plasma lactate levels uh, 5 millimoles, and an increased anion gap and lactate pyruvate uh, ratio. Other rare side effects include skin reactions and uh, the most frequent side effects are basically GI side effects uh, during treatment initiation. Um, the most frequent during uh, treatment initiation and usually resolve spontaneously. A slow increase in dose may improve uh, tolerability. Metformin was discovered in 1922. It was introduced as a medication in France in 1957 and in the UK in 1958. So that's all about metformin. I hope it's helpful. Uh, thanks very much for listening and I'll speak to you in the next episode.